Hey, welcome to the Young, Dumb, and In Love podcast, where we talk about building stronger and healthier marriages. I'm Julian. And I'm Brittany, and we want to thank you for being a part of the conversation. Hey, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe and leave us a review so that we can get more connected with you. Well, it's almost our 16-year anniversary this week. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a good one, isn't it? Why are you laughing? Because you're laughing, so I started laughing. Oh. Anyways, it's going to be our 16-year anniversary. Yep. I'm super excited about it. We actually have so a, a really great day planned. It's not for the day of our anniversary, but we're going to do a couple's massage and we're staying at a really nice place yep. and we're going to do some swimming and we're going to have a great time. Great. I hope it's nothing <laughs> like our fifth anniversary though. Do you remember our fifth anniversary? I vaguely remember. Yes. Oh my God. It's horrible. I, uh, I, I, I at times have blocked it out of my memory, but, um, I can't believe it's was that long ago actually well think it's about a long it time ago oh yeah fifth years that's 11 years ago that's crazy fifth year anniversary no kids you sure it was the fifth one i'm pretty sure it was we something didn't like have that kids yet? there was no kids okay there was no kids but we didn't have kids okay we go to seattle we get in some Ugh, dumb argument oh, about other. something we don't remember nope, in a parking lot at all and yep. the night the entire anniversary was absolutely ruined. I'm pretty sure I slept on the couch that night. I'm not sure. No, no. I don't think you've ever slept on the couch. Well, I have, but, but because not I fell asleep because on I the couch. Because I made you, yeah, yeah, yeah. because you did. But I don't care where you sleep as long as I'm sleeping. <laughs> well, true. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. But just imagine though, imagine. us fighting and having these arguments and whatever, and it, on our on our anniversary. So and romantic. it's just the two of us, and there's nothing that really can cause it. It probably was something so dumb and we got in this big old fight and the whole it night was, was ruined. It was embarrassing. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's the only time you ever really yelled at me. I've never. Did I yell? I'm pretty sure we I were yelling in the parking garage. I'm surprised someone didn't call the police. I don't remember yelling. Well, we were, thought you were like trying to kidnap me. Oh, I don't remember. Cause yelling. I looked young. You looked old. Were you, they were like, were you yelling at me? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Who yells more in this relationship? I don't yell. <laughs> I don't yell either. We don't yell. Yeah, it's true. But if I but Do if I yell? say but if I say Brittany Arlene, you're like, oh, oh no. Do we yell? You, <laughs> no. <laughs> you should never call me Brittany Arlene. That's like what parents are supposed to do. I know. That's when. It's that's, only when it's, a, it's supposed to be like a joke. Uh, that's true. That's true. Our kids call you Brittany Arlene sometimes. Mm-hmm. Or Julian. They call me Julian Elvis. <laughs> Julian Ivis. Julian Ivis. Um, but our 16 year anniversary, if we were to still have that type of relationship where we just couldn't even handle life um, with all of life that is given us now, we have two kids, we have two dogs, um, we have a person living with us, we have uh, responsibilities now, we can never do anything fun anymore. Just kidding. <laughs> that's a, that's a Instagram reel that we've done before with Gabby. But, um, we have all these things going for us, and if we were to not be able to just like handle life with yeah. everything that we have now, I can't imagine uh, what it would be like <laughs> now in our 16 year. Because like now we can fight, and then we can kind of like take a few minutes and then talk about it, and we're okay. We're okay. We're doing. We're doing good. Well, 
what is that face? <laughs> so, is that not true? <laughs> no, it's true. For the most part. For the most part. Yeah. Um, but typically, when we're fighting or arguing, it's just because communication or we're not oh, understanding always. each other or we have you don't uh, assumptions me. about people or about the other person. Like she'll assume that I'm angry or mad or I'll assume that she is. And when really we're just like, I'm fine. Like, let's just move forward. And But you're angry. And it's like, no, I'm not actually angry. Like, that's the kind of things that we typically fight about and we argue about when really we're like, I'm okay. Like, it's okay. Let's move forward. Like we're doing good. Like we're okay. <laughs> you know, are you trying to convince yourself? <laughs> we're okay. It's we're, okay. We're okay. I promise. So we've, <sighs> we've gone through a lot and we're still going through a lot. Um, but what I want to talk about today is I Googled something today and it, uh, I mar- I Googled why marriages don't last and because it's a real question and, and honestly, it's a question I have because I'm really trying to understand why marriages aren't lasting these days. And obviously I have my opinion, uh, but I wanted to know what the Google said. I'm going to read a few of them and uh, we can discuss whatever we can okay. on top of those. But number one that I saw sex becomes non-existent affairs, emotional and physical uh, lack of clear boundaries, growing apart, lack of shared interests, um, lack of trust undiscussed debt, uh, mm. believing that marriage is the cure to their problems, <laughs> um, not speaking up, troubles with the in-laws, religious differences, not staying connected, um, differing life plans, dispute over family responsibilities. So those are some of the, the top reasons okay. that Google says Google. their marriages don't last. And to be honest with you, um, obviously our number one goal is to help marriages last. Yeah. We want to help people give or yeah. give people keys mm-hmm. to unlock a good marriage in yeah. their life. And so this is actually super helpful because this is content on which we should be talking about. Um, and so let's talk about it a little bit today. Okay. You know, it's our 16 year anniversary. These are some things we've dealt with, you know, but how did we overcome some of these things? Yeah. Um, and that's, that's kind of where I want to make sure that we hit a little bit today. So just some keys that we can help people unlock these issues. And now we can go deeper and each one of these could be an episode by themselves. But let's just kind of scan over these, see what happens and okay. uh, talk about this. But sex becomes non-existent. Has that ever happened to us? I think that we've had some dry spells. We've had some moments where yeah. I'm like, hey, babe, like, it's been a while, you know, and in our relationship, I probably desire it a thousand times more. I don't know. Cause like, a thousand. I, you know that, you know that, uh, I don't think there's ever been a time that you hit, like you've never had a season where you don't want to. No, never, yeah. never. But you have. Yeah. I mean, I think that most women would, I mean, hello, I've had kids. Yeah. So like bouncing back after kids, I mean, you get like tore up you know giving birth is no joke <laughs> and then you're just expected to let someone visit there again <laughs> like that's it's a true. big i think that oh, like sex after kids yeah after like any kind of traumatic experience yeah and a lot of that is situational like things that happened that you know it's it's a situation that happened in your life which is very expected to have you mean a like after bit, kids or yeah, like, like some sort of trauma or yeah, like yeah. a traumatic experience yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Or just, you know, life is busy and you're tired or you feel unattractive. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so I think, yeah, I mean, it's been non-existent, but I think it's also too, just like sometimes, and this is to be like offensive to Julian, but like sometimes I have to tell myself not so much now, <laughs> not so much now, but like in different seasons, like I have to like, um, what's the word? Like, uh, hype myself hype up a little, up, yeah. like, come on, like you're going to do this, like shave, get all, <laughs> you know, whatever you need to do to feel sexy so that I can put myself like in that mindset, Yeah, you know? And so I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it, I think it's important for the spouse who does desire it a lot that they understand that you can't just be like, Hey, have sex with me, you know, like, yeah, well, and it's not, not necessarily personal. It might be, I mean, I'm not going to be, gonna yeah. be I'm not going to lie. Like if your spouse isn't treating you well or, you know, doesn't love you well outside of like physical, you know, like they just want physical touch and sex and they're not loving you well, like emotionally and whatever. Um, I don't remember. I lost my train of thought. Yeah. If they're not loving you emotionally. Yeah. It's, um, it's really hard to yeah. get you like to have you be in the mood when you're not yes. the one who's like, yeah. Like if that's just kind of the only thing it's like, mm-hmm. well, I don't feel like it. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And for, and for the one who does desire it a lot, they have to put work. They have to, yeah. you know, yeah. they, like I said, you can't expect it just whenever you want. Like you actually have to put physical, mental, yeah. um, love into your daily life, you yeah. know? And so, well, I think there is a, you know, if you're struggling in that area now, like there is, you can come to a place where it's a healthy communication mm-hmm. about it, healthy boundaries around it, healthy expectations. Yep. I mean, I feel like we've kind of come to a place where like our expectation is healthy. We're honest about it. Yeah. There's not like this, well, I'm offended that that's what you want or what you need or whatever. Um, whereas maybe in the past it'd be like, oh, that's so annoying. You know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and it's easy to take it personal, you know, like if you yeah. didn't desire it and you didn't want it, you know, I can be, it, for me, I can be like, oh, it's because I have a dad bod or it's because, <laughs> you know, like, like there's things that my mind goes to that makes me insecure and can really put me in a, in a I, bad place. Yeah. So it's important for me to communicate, like, you know, actually communicate with you. Hey, um, I'm struggling. Yeah. Do you not like me? Do I need to make a difference? You know, like that kind of stuff's important. And for you to be like, no, like there's, whether it's me not putting effort in, into our relationship on a daily basis, or you just don't feel like it, you know, like, Uh what is it? It's better that you communicate than keeping it to yourself and not talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, um, the other thing too, and then we can move on because we could talk about this the whole time is I think that unfortunately there's almost been like this, like stigma on sex Mm -hmm. when it comes to like christian relationships and you know whereas like when you're married like that's like a it's a it's a part of the deal yeah like it's (laughs) a you know that's a you can i don't even know free pass yeah (laughs) make it happen yeah do it (laughs) yes but i think sometimes it's hard when you know like you don't want to feel sexy you don't i don't know like you don't feel when you don't feel sexy. No, or like you, like as a woman, like you, it's okay to feel sexy, to desire oh, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. to to enjoy wanna, it, yeah, enjoy to enjoy it. it to, yes. and I think sometimes that can almost feel shameful for some yeah, women. Yeah, Like, but I want to feel sexy, and I want to, you, you know, a hundred percent. I want to feel these things, yep. and I think sometimes it takes a while for women to like come into that. Yeah, and it's true. Like a whole another. No, can that's of a worms, whole. That's a whole can of worms for sure. Um, but it's true. Like you should. Sex should be 
enjoyable. Like you should want it and not enjoy shameful it, within not you shameful. know the confines of a you know your marriage. Absolutely. And, um, but when anyway, you're married, it's the yeah. free game. Like man, you guys should talk about it, make it happen. It's mm-hmm. super important, and it's very important for your marriage to last. You yeah. you should be connecting in this way. Um, another one was affairs, emotional and physical. This yeah. is something that we've seen yeah. so much. I think there's probably more emotional affairs going on than we can ever realize. Um, but people don't talk about it or they don't think that it's an actual affair just because yeah. it's emotional or they're, it's, it's their, in their thought life or whatever it is. But yeah. I do think it's super important. We've, we've talked and I've talked to a lot of guys who have, who've walked through this and I've had to explain to them, like, listen, when you are desiring something else mm-hmm. that's not your wife, that's an emotional affair, bro. Like you are physically taking your mind to a different place where it shouldn't be. Yeah. And your your mind should be set on your wife and your wife alone. And to be able to do that, um, you can't you can't take yourself out of your marriage inside yeah. of your mind. Because yeah. that that it that will lead and open up the door to a physical to a physical yeah. affair before you know it. Well I think too, I think what's kind of lost is, you know, of course, of course, of course, of course, like physical is completely unacceptable. Mm-hmm. And, um, for, I think for a lot of women, for them, when they find out their spouse is having an emotional connection to someone else, yep. an emotional affair, that can almost be more traumatizing in a sense for them, because that's what women crave. We crave the emotional side of things so strongly. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I mean, it's, they're one in the same, you know, like totally it's, it's hard because I think wives would say, Hey, like I want that part of you and you're giving yeah. it to someone else. Not that men wouldn't think that too, but yeah, you know, that's so true. That's a big deal. And so it, for you, like, man, the best thing you can do again, communicate with your spouse, you know, express your needs and what you yeah. need from them. Um, and if you feel like your spouse is going to that place where they're having an emotional affair, man, um, I would just say, talk to them, give them the opportunity to talk about it and be honest and, um, express what's going on inside of their life because it's probably something, it's usually something way deeper. I mean, everything is, yeah, it's, it's It's way deeper, you know, I mean, always. So when you can communicate and have the open conversation with your spouse, like, Man, you can make a huge difference. You can yeah. stop it before it ever grows to something that it yeah. shouldn't be. Um, but we can, that's another, this is, all of these are episodes, you know, yeah. uh, lack of clear boundaries. We've yeah. dealt with that big time. Like yeah. we've, we've had lack of clear boundaries so much that we've had to learn how to go, okay, am I communicating what my needs are? Am I communicating what the boundaries are um, in our marriage? And you yeah. have to sit down with your spouse and have a real honest conversation mm-hmm. and all of these come down to having that real honest conversation with your yeah. spouse so that you can understand what are our boundaries? Like, mm-hmm. what are we going to do? What are we not going to do? How are we going to stay connected with each other? Yeah. yeah. Um, growing apart, lack of shared interest. Yeah. Um, this is probably another, I would say this is like top three because yeah. uh, couples truly do tend to, go opposite directions, you know, and she's got her life. I got my life. She's a real estate agent. I'm a, you know, graphic designer or whatever it is that I do. And we're all going different. (laughs) No, I'm not confused, but we all, we're we're going our different directions. We have one kid who's going here. One kid is going there. She's interested in that, but it, that's why it's important that 
when you're communicating with your spouse, yeah. I need to know what she's excited about, what she loves. Um, and then I want to fill her cup by doing those things with her. You know, like for me, we've talked about this before. I love to go to movies. I love yeah. to experience things. I love to go ride rides, like whatever, like that kind of stuff just like gets me like, woo, fills my cup and I'm excited. Um, she likes, she's a little bit of a homebody. And so she likes quality time. She likes to sit up and by read a book by herself and quality time by myself. Yeah. Quality time by herself. She, like she likes to work out. So I'm like, go work out. Let me take the kids, you know? But I think that that can be part of like the growing apart is that when you have kids, mm-hmm. yep. you give each other that time to do the things that they want to do that they can't do. Yeah. You end up not doing as much together. Yeah. So like think about how much we used to do together yep. all the time. So true. Everything. We still do a lot of things together. I mean, we're home. We both work from home. Yep. You help me with my real estate. I, you know, don't help you at all with graphic design <laughs> because you wouldn't want that. No. I'll give my opinion, but even then yeah, yeah, it's yeah. still not. Um, but that's why I find something that you like to do together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's easy to grow apart. I mean, life gets busy. It that's is. That's just the way it goes. And that's why you have to, you know, make those priority. Yeah. Um, but then. Well, and you um, have to like schedule ahead. dates, you know, yeah, schedule times. Yeah. Where you yeah. get together and get you together. do have fun yeah. together with yep. no kids, um, yep. nobody else around. We always do things with our kids and with our friends and with our families. Yeah. But like, I'll be honest with you, like sometimes you need you and your spouse, you need to separate yourself yeah. from all of that and have one-on-one time. Yeah. You know, I think yep. that makes a huge difference too. Um, lack of trust. That's another one. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you, so I want to ask you, Brittany, what are the things that you did to help you trust me? Like, and, and vice versa, I'll, I'll respond yeah. too, but what are some things that helped you trust me? Um, so I probably am not super trusting. I know. That's why I'm asking you that question. Cause you're definitely not. Um, I think just like the fact that you were willing to tell me the truth about things if I asked and then having, which we've talked about before, access to each other's phones. You know, like we don't hide our phones. We don't keep secrets or whatever. Um, and then just over time, I mean, it's hard because I think sometimes we want things to be instant, but trust is gained over time and you have to be willing to give them your trust. I mean, if you're going to marry that person, you better have some sort of trust somewhere or (laughs) you're already kind of setting yourself up to fail. So true. Um, but you know, and then just, I mean, you do have to kind of look out for red flags. There are red flags, especially if you're dating, look out for red flags, hiding their phone. Maybe when every time they put their phone down, they put it down this way. Like they won't let you look at their messages, their emails, you know? Um, but I think cause Julian didn't keep secrets and then like we would be out places and I didn't see him like looking at other women or, you know, discussing other women where he was is where he was, like where he told me he was, he always was at that place. Um, we one, share our location. Yeah, we, one thing, and that's now. I mean, back when we yeah, were yeah. dating, there were no locations. True. And so um, so over time, you know, that trust was built. And I've had to tell him, like, you need to tell me when you're, like, going, like, oh yeah, leaving. Because he would just be like. I just want to communicate, yeah. Yeah, he, and not even, like, that he was hiding something. He was just like, I'm gone, and then I'll be home. It's not a big deal. Um, but I'd be like, hey, like, if you are at work, and then you're going to go to lunch with someone, like, text me, tell me, Hey, I'm going to lunch with so-and-so and we're going to be here because then my mind 
doesn't have the opportunity to make to things wander. up. Because yeah. then if I'm like, okay, why is he at that restaurant? Who's he with? And I'd be like, okay, I know he's there with so-and-so at this time or whatever. Yeah. Um, so just that kind of thing. And then honestly, as we've been married longer, I got to the point where I just was like, I trust him. And if he decides to mess that up, that is on him. That is not on me. Um, so, I mean, I do trust him. Yeah, for he sure. hasn't really given me a reason not to though. Yeah, yeah. And so that is to his, you know, I don't know the right word, but like to your kudos to you, yeah. you've never given me a reason to think, Oh, is something going on? And then another thing to kind of tag on to that is sometimes as a spouse, you start to feel insecure about, um, or you maybe, maybe it's not even insecurity. It's discernment over like a way that someone looks at your spouse or communicates with your spouse or the way they put themselves in a position to mm-hmm. be around your spouse. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which and has happened. There, which has happened. And I would say it's happened more. I've noticed like women positioning themselves in a way to be close to Julian yeah. or communicate. And I don't know. Here's the thing. Nothing ever like came to like this yeah. place where we were like, Whoa, whoa, but you whoa. just saw red flags. Yeah. And I would just be like, Hey, and instead of being like, I can't believe I would just go to him and be like, Hey, I could be way off base here. Yep. Something in me is saying that this isn't just a hundred percent innocent on their side. Yeah. Please be careful. Please make sure that if this person approaches you, you yeah. come to me. Well, and I'm whatever. naive. Like I don't see things right. like you, like I'm just like, they're just a nice person. Like, you know, because, because mm-hmm. I do believe the best in everyone. That's just part of my personality. I try to. Um, I, well, and that's where we talked about, like you have a hard time trusting mm-hmm. where I trust too much, you know? Yeah. And so, which is good because we actually Bad. balance each other mm-hmm. out in that, in that area. And so she'll, she'll say, Hey, it's probably nothing but maybe just pay attention to this. Yeah, and I'm like, just to be aware. And, and my eyes are open. I'm like, Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I should probably pay attention a little yeah. bit better, you know? And, and it's been helpful because, but that communication, once again, I mean, it all, I mean, at the end of the day, it all boils yeah. down to communication a hundred percent of the time. Yeah. Unfortunately. So if you're struggling with communication, <laughs> that'd be step start one right <laughs> is communication. Communication. You number know, one, start there. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Lack of, lack of trust. Um, undiscussed debt. Yeah. Um, debt is a very big thing. I've seen couples who have hundreds of thousands of like actual like debt because there's yep. school and there's this yeah. and that. And it's just, it's wearing, you know, I mean, I think undiscussed or discussed or debt discussed, is yeah. a lot and a lot of pressure that you see. So, yeah. I mean, I would always recommend like find, and we can, if you have questions, give, you know, help with resources. We're not professionals in this, but we've tried to build our finances in such a way that we don't carry that stress of debt. You know, yeah. we've watched other people do that. I think so oh often my gosh. Yeah. we learn from them. Uh, but there are great tools out there to help you. So many good tools. And they're baby steps. That's the thing is like, you know, with the thing with debt is it's like, it's so big and overwhelming, yeah. but there's like small steps you can take to get yourself yeah. out of that. But it's a big stressor. It is I mean, a big stressor. Money is a huge stressor. So yeah. not only just debt, but money in general. Well, living within your means, I think is super important. Like you don't need it to is, buy things you don't need, yeah. you know, like buying it just because somebody else has it. Or, you mean like that charger over there? That was birthday money. That? That, that was birthday money, by the way. Guys. I have saved my birthday money cash in my wallet for stuff like that. Julian likes to buy things. <laughs> I bought a he does, Millennium he, hey, Falcon charger. False, <laughs> you like to buy things. Oh, that I a hundred percent. I love to buy like sometimes things. we'll be places or even last night this, we were, um, 
mean, you were making popcorn. Yeah. And you were like, oh, babe. Oh my gosh. I, I need do it. need that Mandalorian popcorn bucket. And I'm like, <laughs> you need it? I mean, I think you want it. But I get it. I get it. But I won't buy it. I just, I know that I want it. I'll put it on my list. I mean, there's a charger over there and it's the Millennium Falcon and it you lay your phone on it. It's amazing. And it's, the, it's cool. The lights, and I'm the one who found it. So it is in, it's epic. kind and, of my fault. But I didn't buy it with I'm out kidding. of budget. It's totally, it's fine. I know, but I'm I didn't buy saying, it out of budget. If anyone likes to buy things, <laughs> it's this guy. With um, my birthday money. <laughs> anyway. It's true though, but de- debt is, is a big deal. It and is. so do whatever you can to put yourself in a place where you can agree on your, your finances. That's don't buy yeah, things you don't need. Yeah. Um, and come up with a system. You know, yeah. you got to have a good system where you're, yeah. you know, like we've been in a season where it making money has been a hundred percent on us. We don't have full-time jobs that we go to and we have a steady, steady pay, paycheck, paycheck, paycheck. We yeah. have to make our own money and make gotta our own way. So, yeah. Um, we're in an interesting season yep. ourselves. And so it's been fun. But uh, believing the marriage is a cure for all. I mean, that is just insanity. If you think marriage is going to cure all your problems, <laughs> it's only going to add more problems, honey. I don't know what you're thinking. It's only going to bring Ooh, more problems. Not only do you have to deal with your own problems, but you got to deal with a grown up person's problems yeah like leaving my underwear where they shouldn't go or (laughs) um but but seriously i mean i was i'm reading this book that i had posted about yesterday it's really really great vertical marriage vertical marriage and this is what i was talking about i was talking that you cannot expect your spouse to fill something that only god is meant to fill yep and that is your identity and your well-being and who you are as a person. Now you so want true. them to compliment that and come alongside you and be a part of who you are. And that, yeah. that is all very normal and great desires. But if you want them to like come in and be God to you, you are going to think they are Satan. <laughs> this is so true. She's talking like that's from experience. <laughs> I'm just saying there are going to be times you're going to look at that person and go... WTF, like how am I going to do this? And so when you think that they should cure all your problems, honestly, this is what it is. You know, like when you're a little kid, which I didn't know because I grew up in Washington, so it's never hot enough to do this, but Julian grew up in the desert and you take a magnifying glass and you try to like cook something underneath it. Yep. You're going to literally take a magnifying glass to all of your problems with your marriage. Marriage. And they're going to burn. Problem, 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 problem. And then they're just magnified yeah, because your so selfishness true. and your, not yours, but just collectively yeah. your selfishness, your, all of this stuff just comes to the forefront. You realize I don't want to do what they want to do. I don't want to go where they want to go. I don't want to make the bed the way they want to. I don't want to do the laundry that way. I don't want to make dinner all the time. These are things you learn over time. Yeah. And yeah. I want to, I don't want to, this sounds so bad. I don't think you get beat down in your desires. Cause I think that sounds really bad. I think you learn how to become unselfish and put someone's needs above your own. Oh my gosh. Yeah. When you allow yourself to, to go journey there. that, but it's, a, it is. And that's what marriage everything is a journey should be. Because now when I'm making dinner, I'm like my perspective of like, I get to make dinner for my family and I'm grateful to have food to provide for them. I try yeah. not to always be like, Oh, I gotta make dinner again. You know, it's like you, I don't know, but it's a journey because in the beginning you're like, well, you feed yourself. (laughs) Like, why should I have to feed you? You know, just all this. Yeah. yeah. No, you hit it right on the nose though. That you you have to be selfless. You have to put your your spouse before yourself and sometimes as much as possible, but it has to go both ways. If you're, if only one is doing it and the other one's selfish, it's not going to work. You both have to be selfless. That's hilarious to each other. So that's like, it is not a cure all. That's like it is a today. Elsie hurt her ankle. Yeah. 
and we're not sure like you know she's three so it's kind of hard to tell how bad it hurts but it's maybe a little swollen and she wants to put a band-aid on it yeah well there's no blood or anything the band-aid is doing nothing nothing she wanted cream too she wanted cream (laughs) so we have like a little hydrocortisone or whatever and then the band-aid but it's like we think that marriage is going to come and fix everything and it's like putting a band-aid on a sprained ankle it does nothing yeah and you're going to be disappointed yep Anyway, the next one. Speak truth. <laughs> Thank you. Not speaking up. Well, well. Communication. I, think, I mean, I feel like. Communication. You don't have that problem. I know. You speak up plenty. How <laughs> <laughs> dare you? I probably have a harder time speaking up. Like, because, because I. And then sometimes you do and I'm like. Why are you talking? <laughs> <laughs> it's true though. I think it's hard. And I did also read this. This book is very good. Usually there is a spouse one of you who with your words can articulate and be very you're very well spoken yeah and then That's there's me. A, and then there's <laughs> another one who maybe they're a little less eloquent in their words yes yeah. and struggle more to find how they feel or how to talk or communicate for sure that's actually me <laughs> <laughs> um but you have to learn to speak up and really usually the one who can speak up easier has to learn how to listen and really Okay, so this is what you're telling me because that person has a harder time. It's true. Communicate because I'll have to say to Julian because I can usually articulate pretty well. This is how I'm feeling. This is why I'm feeling it, and this is how I'm gonna handle it. Yeah. And Julian is like, doesn't know what to I'm say. I'm like lost for words. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, so what I hear you saying is that this is you're struggling with this. Yeah. Right. I mean, we'll, we'll have you to say, have a full on discussion. It's like a whole yeah. thing to get to the one thing that it, we need I to have. Get to. I have a way harder time with your words disgusting. There. especially when it comes to emotions like that's where i'm like i don't want to just, i don't like emotions very much <laughs> um but i'm a very emotional person at the same time and very it's, dramatic and very which dramatic. is super funny that you don't like emotions because i'm pretty sure you are an emotional roller coaster yeah yeah of drama <laughs> yeah yeah uh trouble with in-laws okay religious differences <laughs> i don't have any troubles this, with my in-laws <laughs> I know you don't. But it's so okay, so, it's so <laughs> okay, people are going to have troubles with their in-laws, I, okay. and here's why: because we come from different places. I just, we all come from different. I just think it's something you'd be very careful all, because hundred percent, you got to be careful. You never want to hurt. I don't like to hurt people's feelings, never. even though I'm outspoken. But we do I come do, from different places. Yeah, and our parents are way well, different grew up differently and mm-hmm. we we learn we have learned to live our different lives yes, now parents, that's hard parents a lot of times now i'm not saying all parents but some parents a lot of times when their children are grown they still want to give a lot of opinion mm-hmm. on how they live their life yep. and that's not nope we're called to leave and cleave we are building our lives yep. as a married couple right and yep. if you're out there you're building a marriage with your with your spouse yeah and it's so important mm-hmm for you to separate yourself and build your life. Now there's values and there's different things Absolutely. that you are 100% going to bring from your parents. Absolutely. And there's going to be a, and there's going to be times you know, where you go to them for advice. Yes. Um, but I think it really should be where you go to them for advice and they're not just giving their advice all the time. And that's probably where a lot of the or they the ask issues come if from. They can give advice. Oh, yeah, I think yeah. That that's if they ask like, Hey, I, I appreciate would love that. To, can I share with you what I've, you know, whatever. Then that gives me the but, opportunity to say yes or no. You know, I think, yeah, in-laws can be tricky. Just can. Absolutely, There's, it it's can just, be. You know? Absolutely, it can be. Because I think a lot of times parents view their ki- their child as still a child. 
Like he's still a child, so I'm going to speak to him or act in a certain way, you know, or give it unsolicited advice when it's like, okay, that child is now not a child or vice versa, you know, she's not a child, whatever it is. So troubles with in-laws, it's hard. And people are sensitive about their parents because they love them and they they should love their parents. We do love their parents. And so one of the things I think that was beneficial for us when, I mean, that marriage advice um, was you don't have to do what your parents tell you to do. Yeah. You need to honor your parents in a way that who you are honors them. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't mean you're going to do everything your parents want you to do. Like you're just not going to, but you need to honor them so that when someone says, you know, Julian Garcia, what do they think? They think of a great man who loves his wife and his family. You know, that doesn't mean you do everything your parents want you to do. Exactly. I mean, yeah, and totally. I'm not saying just him. I mean, we, In his parents are great. We yeah. love both of our families are awesome. We're close to both of our families. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't mean there hasn't been conversations or hiccups along the way where it's like, Hey, like maybe this is a little like too much. We don't want to talk about it or whatever. Yeah, for sure. Um, but you just, yeah. yeah. Well, and, th- and that's the, another thing. Once again, communication. You need to have communication with your hard. with it, your in-laws. And I think probably in-laws are tricky just because, you know. They care. Yeah. It's tricky because they care and we care. And you want to love yeah. each other. And you, but, but it's you better that you discuss it and always. be honest. Always. And like if you're if you're struggling with your in-laws, like, man, Ooh, that's hard. Yeah. the, Ooh, the that's child hard. of those parents, like if, if, if it was my parents and she was struggling with, with her in-laws, which is my parents, it would be way better for me just to say, Hey mom, dad, this is going on. Yeah. We should really work on this because this isn't working. Like that's better than being passive aggressive and pretending like nothing's ever happened. Well, and I think the other thing too, and I'm, I think that it's important for, so if it's your parents, mm-hmm. your spouse's in-laws, yep you need to make sure they're respecting your spouse. A hundred percent. And it's your responsibility to speak up if they're not. Yep. So if you're, um, so for example, if my parents are being disrespectful, which they're not, if they're being disrespectful about Julian or talking down about him or to him, I need to step in. And, it's your responsibility. And it's my responsibility to make sure that's not happening. Yeah. And that you honor me. And that I'm honoring him because he's my spouse. That doesn't mean you're not going to walk through things and maybe your parents are going to be the ones helping you. Mm-hmm. But that needs to be like a joint decision. Yeah. Like, hey, we're struggling. We're going to take this and have my parents speak into our life. But that needs to be something we both agree on. I agree. Um, yep. But... Thank you. <laughs> I think it's important that whoever, you know, like you need to stick up for your spouse. That yeah. that needs to be your your number one. It does. Period. Your yep. parents are no longer your number one. Nope. And, you know, first it's God always. And then it's your spouse. It's yeah. not your parents anymore. You love them. You want to be there for them. But that's not your number one priority. Yeah. Um, religious religious differences. differences. I mean, yeah. I think we see this. A lot. Um that's well, a tricky one. I it is a tricky one because your beliefs and who you are are a lot of times your identity. And yeah. hey, so my eyebrows it's still chirping just, out. They're just really good. <laughs> they're going for it today. But, I think, uh, yeah, go ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Okay. Um, <laughs> one, it's a big reason why, you know, if you are a Bible-believing Christian, it says not to be unequally yoked. You know, and you may be coming from a place where you're like, that's not my belief. Um that's why it says don't be unequally yoked because it knows it's going to be hard because a lot of your, if you have, you know, if you do follow a belief system, that is a huge core part of who you are. Yep. That's who you are, you know, and it, it really dictates our morals, our values, 
things we do on a daily basis. And so when you have a big difference in religious beliefs, now I'm not saying every single thing we may, we have, you know, we're both Christians. We both love Jesus. That doesn't mean we agree on every single thing. Um, but it's the foundation of our marriage. And so I can't even imagine if he didn't love Jesus or I didn't love Jesus, what that would look like. Yeah. I mean, this is a very big, hard foundational difference. It is. If you're already married, um, you know, something that's, you're going to have to work whole, through. That's, that's a whole really hard. Game. And we've not, known people. Yeah. Oh, we, we know we people, know people who, who yes. love Jesus and the other spouse wants nothing to do. And we've talked about do, oh, with it. We know people who we've talked about doing an episode on this and even uh, getting people's feedback. Yeah. Um, cause we know people who are married to someone who doesn't have the same beliefs as them. And, and they've shared, you know, how they, um, how they've how they through go the, through that, yeah. why, why they've decided that they're going to stay married to that person mm-hmm. or whatever it may look like, you know? So that's a tricky one. Um, it is not staying connected. I well, mean, I feel like a lot of these, we, the yeah, way. that one's kind of like, um, growing apart. Yeah, same thing. Same you know, thing. you got to make time. You got to yeah. prioritize your relationship. And that honestly, how many couples out there don't prioritize their, their relationship? Mm-hmm. They prioritize their kids. They prioritize their jobs. They prioritize their personal time. And I think, I mean, that's hard because I would say I'm probably really, I prioritize my marriage, but I'm also prioritize, prioritize my kids a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm definitely someone who struggles to sometimes find that balance. Yeah. And, but you're aware that's that I thing. have that issue. That's yeah. the thing. You are, you're aware of that and you're working on it. Yeah. So there's, and I think the hard part is it always comes from a, um, it's a loving place. I love my kids. You love a hundred percent. Yeah. So I think it can be hard, but it's like remembering that eventually your kids are going to grow up, move out and you're <laughs> going to like, be be like Oh no, <laughs> now we're stuck together. Um, so you, you, but not you, saying yeah, you, yeah, you need to be connected, prioritize. especially for you that. Have to. You, yeah. Cause when your kids leave, I'm trying to have fun when my kids are gone too. Yeah. I don't want to, we're going to have so much, suck. we're going to have um, so much fun. Let's see. So much fun. Um, different, differing life plans. Yep. Differing life plans. It's kind of the which same thing. Same thing. Yep. Yeah. And then dispute over family responsibilities, which we've talked about this before. We have, yeah. Um, communication just obviously like if one spouse is doing everything around the house that could cause some serious bitterness and some issues or you know who's going to like are both of you going to work outside the home is someone going to stay home and take care of kiddos like what and what does that come down to communication communication oh so clearly we just have a (laughs) which we 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 know this and obviously communication is key Communication is key. It is. And I mean, I think we probably need to come up with like a communication challenge for people and walk through that because here's the thing. I think you can start small. Like I wouldn't recommend going um, on like a date and then sitting down with like your notebook and deciding, okay, I've decided today we're communicating and I have (laughs) here's all my list (laughs) topics that we are going to talk about. Your spouse is going to cry yeah or big leave eye, the restaurant there's, there's and leave be, you by yourself there yep. um but even strategically like okay what's one thing we can discuss today or setting up a time where you talk for 10 minutes every morning before yeah. one of you goes to work or 10 minutes before bed and talk about maybe the more simple things at first mm-hmm. yep and i think going straight to like the deepest issue you feel like you guys have might be a little might be a little much a little at much first. you know work and yourself then, there Yes. Work yourself there and just having that communication. 
you yeah. know, and I will definitely do an episode on that. But I, I know so you said how to combat that. I'm reading your notes. Yeah, totally. Um, I mean, all of that is communication. All of it. But I know we talked about too, what are like a couple things? Cause obviously it's our anniversary is this week, 16 years. We yeah. were super young when we got married, didn't know anything about <laughs> nothing. Literally like. We were crazy. And people are like, you're crazy. I'm like, yeah, no, we were crazy. Well, we've talked about even like how you sent me to the store to get like tampons. Oh <laughs> like, I'm like for, and you so know, it's not, tampons is not even a big it's deal. It's not a big deal. But as a, as a kid who never really had to do that. Old enough to get married, but if you, you know, can't but I, do anything else. But I wasn't, but I was not in that world at all. Like, and so yeah. for me, you know, so stuff like that, like, man, I wish somebody would have just sent me to the store when I was a kid and had me do that. Or, you know, like I wish I would have been taught or talked about that kind yeah. of stuff. And it just wasn't, it wasn't okay, part yeah. of my life. Yeah. But what are some things that you wish you would have known? That I would have known? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, one, it's going to be really hard. Yeah. Like I knew it was going to be hard, but I wish someone had been like, no, like it's going to like every single thing you encounter yeah. is going to probably be a little bit of a challenge. Yep. And it's not always going to be like roses and da- dandelions. Yeah, and and these butterflies. Like I I love you and I I do have butterflies for, sure. for you, but like you people fight. Like yep. arguments are real. You're yep. going to argument or have arguments and that's not always a bad thing. Yeah. Um I think that I was like if you argue that's bad. And I don't know, you know you deal with so many things Oh, that your childhood trauma would come out when you get married. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I don't mean to like laugh about it, but like anything that you dealt with in your childhood that is unresolved is going to literally come and rear its ugly head. Yeah, it is. Like in your marriage. Well, and you don't even realize it's there. You know, we've talked about that too. Like, oh my gosh. You don't even know it's there and all of a sudden. I don't even deal with that anymore. I don't even deal with that anymore. You know? Yeah. And then all of a sudden. Yeah. just explodes yep. out of nowhere, yep. you know? And that's, mm-hmm. it's so funny with, um, yep. uh, what's her name? Alana and Dustin, Alana. Yep. Alana and Dustin. Alana, yeah. Like she was saying, pick up sticks. Like oh, yeah. th- we're always focusing on the stick that's right on top, but really the issue is what's underneath, you know, that's, yes. that's Which where is basically the definition of marriage. Yeah. That is that there's the tons of things that on the outside you go, that's our problem. That's our problem. That's our problem. But then really it's not yeah. it's something else. And that so much of like what your spouse is dealing with often has nothing to do with you, which I think it's like, we oh, yeah. want to fix each other's problems. And we think, Oh, they're feeling that way because I did that. Or, you know, did I do something? And it's like, yeah, sometimes maybe you did, but a lot of what they're dealing with actually has like nothing to do with you. Yeah. So you true. Know what I mean? Yep. And but it, but it feels like it, oh, it does, always does because, because it's, it's triggered because it's triggering by yep. something, exactly. you know? And so Definitely childhood trauma. I wish I would have known more like about that, dealt with it more before we got married. Um, I was basically still a child when we got married. So <laughs> I mean, you were 18, so. Um, yeah. I was uh, 20, but I was but like. Sometimes you're going to look at that person and not even recognize them. Yeah. You know? I mean, I think sometimes you look at your spouse, not so much now, but before, and that marriage has seasons. Yep. There's seasons where I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is amazing. And there's seasons where I'm like, Oh my uh, gosh, please kill me now. <laughs> and I do think those seasons have gotten like the Less. good seasons are longer, longer and the harder yeah. seasons are Hard. shorter. For sure. But, 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 but that doesn't mean we aren't going to have those seasons yeah. that are challenging. You yeah. know, things it's happen, so true. job losses, moves, you know, kids, um, some sort of trauma, sickness, you know, things that you 
encounter. You don't that, anticipate. Yeah. And then what else do I wish I would have known? Yeah. I wish you would have known. Well, I, I wish I wish I would have known that that you can't have sex a bunch. You in can't one have day, sex every single day of your life, and then multiple times. <laughs> keep on doing it. Um, Sorry, I mean, I, so yes, I do wish I knew that. But <laughs> uh, no, I wish that I would have known like what it really meant to be selfless. Like I never had to be selfless, really. Like I could do whatever I wanted, and yeah, and um. And I expected when we got married, I expected it to be the same. Like I could still do whatever I want, but now I get to come home to a beautiful wife, <laughs> you know, like who washes, and my, who clothes washes my clothes and, and, and cleans my boo-boos. Was that movie? <laughs> we just watched it. Oh, just um, me. that's what mommy does. You know, that's what she does. But listen, I wish I would have realized that if I would have just been more selfless, like yeah. things would have been a lot easier at first, you yeah. know? And so oh, yeah. it took a lot of time. There was, like you were, we've discussed before, like I was such a child still and I had no idea what it meant to have real responsibilities. And I went from that to being married. And so the I young, dumb and in love comes out right there because that's truly who we were. We were young and dumb and we had yeah. no idea what we were doing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and I wish I would have known the ways of the woman. Like I had no clue what women deal with. Like, no clue. Like I thought I, I thought I knew, but man, I was in for the biggest shock of my life. I'm like, I'm that happens. This does this every month. And you know, like, Oh yeah. Or, or, uh, what is wrong with you? Like everything's fine, but you're just like in this rage, but really no, not, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, totally. You're just once a month. I have to be a little bit more careful. I didn't know that. I had no clue. I just lived my life and thought about myself. And all of a sudden, mm. here you are. <laughs> ah. Yeah. You know? And, yep. Uh, no, I know. I'm there too. I yeah. Know. Yeah. You know. And I wish I would have known that kids make things a lot different. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. I, it's, it's awesome. Best. But I wasn't prepared. No. At all. You're never. Pre I mean, here's the thing. You're never going to be prepared for kids. It does change, changes yeah, everything and for, for the better. And also in ways that are really hard. You it know? does. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's why we waited to have kids. Um, every time I go to take a shower, he magically pops up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's true though. <laughs> I hear the shower and I take off running. Yeah. Why? Hey, uh, you need a, you need a friend? <laughs> Do you want me to come in there? No, I think I need, can handle it. Do you need my it. help? Do you need me to wash your back? <laughs> I'm kidding. That's not true. And then when kids come, then you can't really do that as much. No, I know. That's why um, you need to be connected so that when they do leave, you can still have that going for you. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, I mean, all of these things, really every single one of these things that we talked about, um, really we should just break them down. And every single one of them could be an episode by themselves, and they should be. Um, yeah, but that's a lot. As we talk about these, we're, we just hope that we can shed some light on yeah. some of these things for you because uh, we've dealt and we still are dealing with a lot of them, you know, and, but the, yeah. the thing is, is that you really can learn how to combat yeah. against those things. And so when you're dealing with those problems, those issues, those, um, it, whether it's like you don't trust your spouse, whatever it is, there's ways to move forward from those. And we hope that we oh, can help yeah, you do absolutely. that. And so if you can, if you have 
any questions like that at all, or you're dealing with that, we would love to have a discussion with you. Let's talk about it. Let's ask those questions. Let us be a voice in your life so that we can help you move forward and uh, unlock the key to a successful marriage with your spouse. And we really hope that we can do that for you. We just want to be here to empower other couples um, to have a great marriage. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's at the heart. That's what we want. Well, and a great marriage isn't a perfect marriage. No, I think that's the no, no, thing no, 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 no. A marriage that can stand the seasons the to, yeah. you know, roll with the punches yep. to at the end, you know, be together. Yeah. And, and last, you know, I, this, and here's the thing we've talked about it and I'll be quick, but we know that divorce happens. You know, we, we know that it does and we don't yeah. want people to feel shame. But I mean, I remember this past week, you know, I'm sitting, um, listening to someone talk and they mentioned that they know three people right now going through divorce, three d- separate couples, Yeah. you know, and, and that in a way it just, it kind of took me back. And then, you know, it wasn't a time for me to talk about it or yeah. start talking to this person, but it just, shook me a little to my core. Like, man, there are so many couples who are hurting so bad. Um, whatever we can do to help equip people or just open a conversation or yeah. start a conversation, you know, that's really what we want to be able to do Yeah, is start a conversation. That's true. Well, we, we hope, hope that you enjoyed, enjoyed today's, today's episode. episode. <laughs> Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Um, oh, well, we hope... Coke. We hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Um, like I said before, make sure you comment, leave a review, ask questions, send us a DM, whatever you can to make sure that we get connected with you. We want to help you unlock and open up the door to a good marriage. <laughs> She's such a nerd. <laughs> Me? Yes, you. <laughs> if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to our channel. Make sure you never miss another episode. And we love doing this and we hope that we're shedding light to you.